It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Welcome into the program. Hope your day is starting off right. We've got a lot that we can talk about with you today. Again, at 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app, or you can use the open line feature on the WBSM app if you want to record a voicemail for us to play on the air. Again, just keep those app chats and open line voicemails suitable for air. And I know that that's a problem for a lot of folks, but I want to be able to just read it as is and not have to change what it is that you're saying at all. So keep it suitable for air. I wanted to follow up with something uh, that we were talking about yesterday. And we were talking about Tucker Carlson and what options may be before him. And we talked about, and again, nobody really knows all the ins and outs of his contract, which I'm surprised because normally in a situation like this, like details leak out about that. So like we would have heard, I mean, and maybe something came out and I missed it, but we would have heard if he had a no compete clause or not, or we would have heard if um, there were certain limitations about what he could do going forward because sometimes, you know, they they have clauses like that in there. And then, again, how much is that going to be enforced if Fox News is the ones that, are the ones that initiated the departure? But I saw this last evening and I thought it was pretty interesting, so I thought I'd pass it on to you because I know not everybody is on Twitter or has access to Twitter. But last night, and believe me, I am sure the timing is not coincidental, but last night at 8.01 p.m., Tucker Carlson posted a video to his official blue checkmarked verified Twitter account. I'm sure he's not paying eight bucks a month, Elon, right? So he posted at 8.01, right right at the time that his old program was going live on Fox News, he posted a 2 minute and 16 second video that didn't address the situation, didn't address his contract, didn't address his future. It was just a typical Tucker Carlson monologue like you would have seen on his program. And I know some of you are hearing me say that. And you're like, what do you mean by typical Tucker? No, I just mean like it It was as if he was doing the program. I don't mean, I'm not, I mean, you know how I feel about some of the things that he says, but no, I'm, not, I'm not editorializing here. I'm saying it seemed like it was the same way he would have opened the show. It was just a, a, a regular Tucker Carlson monologue. But he put it up on his Twitter account, which for some reason only has 6.5 million followers. 
I'll get into that in a moment. That that kind of blows my mind. That's extremely low for a person of his position on Twitter. But out of that, he's gotten double the views of his own following. So he has 6.5 million followers. As of right now, that video has 14.3 million views. So, you know, the number that we discussed yesterday is that he had 3 million viewers average a night on Fox News. Well, he got more than four times that just by putting out a, a two-minute and 16-second video on Twitter. I don't know if he put it on his other social media. I didn't, I didn't look. I didn't know if he has a Facebook page he might have put it on. I mean, I suppose I can look, but I just, I just didn't. An Instagram account. I don't know if he put it on Rumble, like Howie Carr is on. I don't know if I'm not on Truth Social, so I don't know if you can put video on there, I would assume. And I'm, I'm sure he put it on there, and he probably got even more. And I know that a lot of conservatives had left Twitter quite a while ago pre-Elon, but still, I would think that Tucker Carlson would have more than 6.5 million Twitter followers. Especially with these new conservatives that are joining because they are followers of Elon Musk. So I would have thought that he would have more than 6.5 million, but, you know, it's whatever. But still, the, he he got a bigger reach out of this video. Now, granted, this has now been up for, for 24 hours, not, not 24 hours, 12 hours. Do some math, Tim. So, well, actually 13. So that's helped it gain a lot of viewership. But when I looked at it last night, a little bit after 8 p.m., it had already passed 3 million. So he already had had more viewers of that video on Twitter than he... By the time that his program was over, his old program was over, then he would have had, you know, if he'd, if he'd done it on television. So this just speaks to the power of new media and where it might go and where he might go and, and how he might utilize that as his future. So I thought some of you would be interested in knowing that. And if you don't have a Twitter account... You don't need a Twitter account to see the video. You don't need to sign up. I know some folks don't want to sign up. Some folks don't want to have different social media accounts. It, that's, and I always will tell you, if there's a way you can get around seeing something without having to sign up and be a member. So if you just go to twitter.com slash Tucker Carlson, you should be able to see the video. It shouldn't force you to sign in. To be able to see it. The same way you can see a Facebook page, you know, like a, a, a business page or a celebrity page without having to have a Facebook account. But if you wanted to, you know, see your friend's page or your cousin's page or be involved in a Facebook group, you would have to have a, a login. You would have to have an account. But um, I'm pretty sure you can just go to Twitter.com. You know what? Let me double check because I have another browser window. 
that I have a different Chrome account for work that doesn't have my Twitter info in it. Just It exists just for checking analytics. So I went to it, not signed in, no login, just went to twitter.com slash Tucker Carlson, and I can see the video. It's the first thing that's posted. So if you are interested, you can check that out for yourself. Again, it's about two minutes and, and 16 seconds, and it's, 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 so I, I watched it, and it's not so much about anything that happened, but he, he makes hints toward what happened. He talks about how there are those in the media who have come under the influence of others and who have sold out the truth. And so, you know, there's, there's some veiled shots in there at Fox News, but it's not, it's not an explanation of what went down. It's not him giving you all the information. It's not him having his say. It sounds more like a, um, an outline, a plan for the future for what he'll keep talking about. So I just wanted you to be aware of that because I thought some of you out there would be interested. And if you had missed it and maybe with only 6.5 million followers, you might not be following him because maybe, maybe some people said to themselves, well, I don't, I don't need to follow him because I watch him every night on TV. So I don't need to go onto his Twitter account and see what he's talking about because I watch the show. But it's there for you if you want to check it out. It's still, still that 6.5 million seems low. I would not be surprised if that number doesn't hugely bump up in the next couple of days if he keeps posting videos every night at 8 p.m. Also, I don't know how many he had when he posted the video. I didn't look at the following number last night. But right now, that's what it's at. So he posts another one of those tonight, and that gets around. You know, that could be, it could jump up to 9 million. And it, it's funny because it does happen that fast. I've got something like 6,500 Twitter followers that it's, you know, that I, I joined in 2009. So it's taken me over a decade to amass that many because I, I just don't really do that much with Twitter. I'm sure if I went out there and, and just in the paranormal stuff alone, if I was part of it every day, I would have built that up to, to more than that, you know. Maybe maybe seven thousand five hundred, but uh, I just don't do enough with it. So maybe that was Tucker's issue. Maybe he just wasn't utilizing enough for people to want to follow. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's from the show, and a lot of retweets of other stories. But that could have been something that was being handled by staff. There was a separate account for the show, and that account only has 134,000 followers. And by the way, it's, it's still active. So I don't know wh what the plan is for Fox News with that because it looks like it's owned by them. But maybe that was the case. Maybe it was just something that he didn't really utilize himself because I'm looking and I don't see a lot of like personal tweets like, He's pushing Tucker Carlson originals. He's pushing the Trump interview. I see retweets of stuff, but I don't see things from Tucker like, like you know, 
damn, these are some really good pancakes I had this morning, which is what you'll find on, on my Twitter account. So you can follow that again if you want, twitter.com slash Taco Carlson. You don't have to have a, a membership. Uh, you don't have to have a account with Twitter. But if you do and you follow him, this, and I'm just going to give a quick explanation for folks that don't use Twitter because I know they'll be interested. If you sign up, you make an account, and you hit follow, and if he's the only person you follow, when you open up your Twitter app or you go to the Twitter website, that'll be what you see. If you start going and following other people, you'll get a feed that has all the latest tweets from the different people that you follow. Excuse me, you follow, but then it's going to start to suggest people to you as well. So just keep that in mind that you're going to see ads, you're going to see uh, suggested follows, you're going to see all kinds of things that are related to the topics that you look into. So don't weird, don't get weirded out if you start an account, you only follow Tucker and you start seeing all this other stuff. It's just, that's natural. That's, that's the Twitter algorithm. That's how it works. 508-996-0500. Let me take a call here. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Morning, Tim. How are you? Good. Um, I, I think that just that video that he put out, I just, just watched it right now. Um, and uh, that just goes to show you that, or everybody out there, that your following base, the amount of followers you have, doesn't really mean anything. Really, I mean, because he only has six and a half million followers, but yet that video almost has 15 million views. I just, I, I think it was, what, 14 point something million views? Yeah, it looks about 14.4. Yeah, and I think it's just a matter of, you know, you can have things that, you know, quote unquote, go viral, and it doesn't mean that people follow you because of it either. Like, I've had plenty of stuff that, yeah. um, you know, I've had, for lack of a better term, celebrity friends in the paranormal who have shared my stuff out and said, you know, Tim Weisberg's one of the best researchers I know. It doesn't mean that the people who follow them suddenly come over and hit the follow button on my right. account. Right, right, right. I mean, um, I, I actually, I actually got a kick out of it because of, of the video because, you know, it, 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 it literally was like I just turned on Fox News at eight o'clock at night and was watching a show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was. I, I, I think it's great if he's gonna if he's gonna do that instead. Just hey, have at it. So, so you power to him. you watch the show. Is is that set that's behind him? Is that one of is that his home set that he was using before? It looked like it looked like I think he had a backdrop in the back. I know it looked from the, the one before. I think it was like almost like a log cabin he was in. Yeah, that's what this looks uh, like. It's it's wood paneling, and there was you yeah, know some wood folks and stuff, yeah. some folks who were like, "What did he make a studio out of his sauna?" But I I think it looks it does kind of look like a sauna. But I think it's you know he yeah. he's probably in that main cabin so. Well, I know the audio. The audio, you, you saw, you heard a lot of echo, and I know, I know the audio is not there. But I mean, but know, the amount of money the guy's got, he, he could, he could put that into his own studio and just broadcast on Twitter. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to be either. And so Twitter is now uh, they've created a subscription option for people who want to follow certain content creators because uh, content creators were making revenue off other platforms. They were making reels on Instagram. They were making TikTok videos. And a lot of that is they're changing the rules of that. So, so the content creators aren't making as much money. And so uh, Elon Musk put in the subscriptions option so people could, could, could subscribe to you on Twitter and you could create content on Twitter instead of just using it to promote your content on other platforms. So this could be the beginning of a subscription service for Tucker from Twitter 
where you know you might you might yeah. pay five bucks a month and get all kinds of access to things. Yeah, it could be. I mean, um, I don't really do social media, so I don't know much about it, about that stuff. But um, yeah, it was pretty easy to watch. I mean, like, I I literally just went there and typed in Twitter Twitter.com forward slash Tucker Carlson and the, and and his home whole page just, just popped right up. You know, mm -hmm. and I hit the video and I started watching. I, I started laughing. I said, "Holy crap!" It's literally like I'm watching. You know his eight o'clock segment, and and I'm sure this could be a test for uh, maybe you know maybe for the next like couple of weeks they just put out these short you know the the monologue videos that would be like something at the top of the program maybe they just do that for a couple of weeks and start feeling out what's the viewership going to be and then maybe they go even more in depth maybe they basically do the yeah. same program they were doing but just do it through these means. So I wonder if um you know how he was kind of like I don't know I don't want to say bashing corporate media in America but. You know, he did throw that out a few times in that in that two minute, two and a half minute segment. You know, it's like, you know, saying about silencing, you know, the people and, you know, their voices need to be heard and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, I wonder if any of that had anything to do. What do you think with uh, like Fox News? Oh, no, that was absolutely what he was saying. Yeah. It was a dig, it was a dig towards it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that was absolutely it. And I think I think he's yeah. probably under uh, an NDA that will keep him from being able to disclose what happened. Right, right, but, right. You know, because um, let's face it, Fox, Fox News knows. It. Yeah, Fox News knows that they need to have NDAs in in, in, in their talent contract. So, um, I mean, any major company would. So, I think what you'll what you'll see is you might see some more continued language like that without any kind of direct yeah. reference. Direct reference, but yeah, I, I mean, do you follow stocks at all or no? Uh, not that much, no. If you, if well, the past couple of days, I mean, a day that they quote-unquote fired him because, I mean, really, we don't even know what happened yet. But when they let go of him, uh, or they let him go, start, start, the Fox News stock plummeted by half. It went from, like, 63-something or whatever to 32-something. I mean, from that time, just, just over the, that, like, four-hour period. Sure, but those, I mean? those, those things happen. I'm sure by 8 o'clock when people turned it on and somebody was on at 8 o'clock, it probably rebounded a bit. Yeah, I'm sure it did, but, I mean, I think it... It's still sitting right. It's still hovering down there around like the, the, the low 30s. You know, I checked it last night and it's still there. The, and that um, guy that took his spot last night, I mean, he is so, uh, you know, bland. He has no personality whatsoever. I think his name's Brian or something. Oh, Brian Kilmeade? Yeah, he was, he's who yeah, was on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I just, just for the hell of it, I, I, came, I came home. Oh, I came in my house from doing yard work and I'm like, it was like 8, eight, eight o'clock and I'm like, oh, let me go. Let me go. Turn it on and see who's on. You know what I mean? Covering his, his show, and I, I turned it on, and I'm like, I had to shut it off because I couldn't even. I couldn't even. It was like I was watching a morning news segment. Well, that's that's what you he's from. I mean? He's from their morning show. Right, right. But he had like all these analysts on, and they were all. I was like, ah, this is this is boring crap. You know, at least Tucker had. You know, you know. I know. I know a lot of people. Oh, he's you know he's a conspiracy theorist and blah 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 blah. But, you know, at least it was interesting to turn it on and listen to what you know he was talking about. It was interesting stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of people might not agree. I know you don't agree with anything that the guy says, but it's like I could turn it on and watch it well, and watch the full hour of it and be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, that, was, that was a pretty good show. Yeah. But, I mean, it's also not great that he's going on there and pushing, you know, the great replacement theory and all that kind of garbage. Yeah. What, what, I, I don't know what that is. What is that? That white people are being replaced intentionally by, by minorities, by Jews. It's oh, something that's I mean, been going on forever. Uh, you know, yeah, the theory has I mean, been going on forever. 
Yeah. I mean, we, we, that's old. I mean, I, I don't have time for right now to talk about that with you, but maybe I'll call you tomorrow and talk about that. But the, that's, that, that's the concern that, you know, as, as much as you look at this and you say, wow, what a great platform this will be for him to be able to, to be out there and say what he wants. The downside is who's holding him in check. And not just Tucker Carlson, but anybody that's in this position. You know, to be able to, to be the media unto yourself is great, but who is there to keep an eye on you to make sure that you don't go too far or to, to uh, help you vet some of these, these people that you bring on? Because even your own staff, you know, after a while, they know what you want, and so they're going to yeah. give you what you want, even if it's not necessarily the best person you should be talking to. Like, look at Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's been burned oh, yeah. a number of times by people that he's brought on because – they don't worry so much about the vetting. They worry more about, like, how many eyeballs are we going to get for having this yeah, person ratings. on. Right, right. So. Yeah, hey, I mean, we'll see how it plays out, I guess. You know, I, I, I'm interested to keep an eye on it and keep keep checking in on it, you know. I got a feeling it'll be every night at 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, which, we'll see. I, we'll see how checked I'll be checking tonight. <laughs> which you, 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 you know how I feel about Tucker, but I kind of like that move. That's, that's a real good. That's why I was. I was very surprised when I turned on your show this though, this one, and I heard I, first thing I heard out of your mouth was Tucker Carlson. I said, "Oh, something must have happened with him," you know. Well, I just thought, I thought the audience would want to know because I know that there's a lot of people yeah. who who are upset that he's gone and want to know what he's doing next. So I figured, you know, I'd, I'd give. See, I can talk about this stuff without without uh, without malice. No, I, I can't too. You know what I mean? And you know, it's I, I can't too. You know. I got a I got a brother I got a brother of mine that you know I I get along with good and he's he tells me all I don't know how the hell you talk to that guy Tim he's the most liberal piece of crap there is on rate I said I I said I got I said hey we can agree to disagree and, and move along you know what I mean I don't I don't mind talking to the guy you know but what I mean but he, he he's still listening to me though isn't he I, every now and again I'll put you off <laughs> <laughs> it's not his, all right, Tim. his name isn't miserable is it I hope not no no no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. All right. You have a good day, John. Take it easy. And uh, I do have to take a break, but if you want to call in 508-996-0500 or send me an app chat message or an open line voicemail. Uh, And again, twitter.com slash Tucker Carlson if you want to see that for yourself. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have a feeling you should check every weeknight at 8 p.m. Because I think there's going to be some more uh, videos posted. And it's interesting. it'll It'll really be interesting to see how this plays out in the new media versus traditional media battlefield because now you have arguably the biggest talent or the biggest name, the the most recognized person in that traditional media utilizing new media to say, hey, I don't need you, network. No matter what network it may be, I don't need you. And I think that'll be a very interesting thing going forward for a lot of different reasons. A lot of pluses, a lot of minuses as well. Let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll take more of your calls. 508-996-0500. And welcome back in. 508-996-0500. Let's go right back to the phones. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hey, I like that bumper music. It, it kind of, it's kind of like reminded me of Sanford and Son. <laughs> That's Blues Traveler that I played. John yeah, Popper there on harmonica. Yeah, the, the first few bars it opens up like Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. It's missing. I'm going to be watching that later on one of my uh, networks. Yeah, it's a, and, and uh, the, I even found on one of the networks they even you have. You did it on purpose, did you? 
No, no. On, I think because that's on Red Fox. I was thinking Fox Network and Red Fox. That's a good. That's a good tie-in. But no, I was. I was. I'm not that smart. But um, I think it's. I think it's Hulu has Sanford, the show that was like the sequel series to Sanford and Son after Lamont moved away. And it was just yeah. Fred and Grady, and like they brought in some other guy, and um, that th- didn't last very long. But uh, you know, I hadn't seen those episodes in forever, and I saw those I on one of the streaming services. Do, maybe I'll go there. That's a, uh, thank you for that information. And, and uh, if you look on some of those free apps like Freevee and Tubi and all those other ones, you might find the Sanford Arms, which is when uh, Fred Sanford ran a like a rundown hotel. Oh, God, you opened up a lot of avenues here because I, I thought he was always a great talent. He, he, I think he was underrated like Don Rickles. Yeah, if you was, listen, he, did you ever listen to he, some of his party records? Uh, no, and uh, I, I heard I heard that they were very much today would be, uh, if you could get them out there, what I hear people say that I respect their opinions, that uh, he'd be very current today. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, those those party records were, were very raunchy. I've I've heard a few of them. Well, they're raunchy because most of everybody wants to be taken care of from the creative the, the grave. You know, I, I, I know what you're saying. Are they raunchy today? I don't know. Oh, no, they still are. No, no. It, it, that's But that's what happened is back in those days, you know, they were oh, called so party records. Because Yeah, you'd have, you'd have people come over and you'd have a few drinks and you'd throw one of those on because the kids had gone up into bed. And it was just, you know, it was fun to do. Yeah, kids like me with the ear to the wall. Or the <laughs> exactly. <floor>. Me too. <laughs> oh, boy, we got into a conversation. That was very good bumper music, though. Thank you. You, you have a tendency to uh, spur me on with music. I, I appreciate that. And uh, I, I don't know if you do it on purpose or not, but there's a lot of interesting stuff that you play because most of the groups have a, a backstory. Yeah, I try to tie things together, and I try to play things I know I can talk a little bit about. Uh, well, I always wanted to be, I wanted it. to be a DJ when I was a kid, so I have all this musical oh, knowledge gosh. that I want to I want to spit out now and then. DJs were like uh, like a rock star in the neighborhoods and stuff. I remember, everybody had to have one at their party. There was a time that I remember. Yeah, well, we're going to be a lot of fun, and there's nothing wrong with fun, especially we're... when you're youngsters. And I tell you, that was good. That was good times. We'll be talking Even about that tomorrow. Remember the balloon guy come in, and make a doggy and stuff like that. He had to stick around for 15 minutes, eat all your food, and leave. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy that comes out and hangs out outside the studio here and makes balloon animals. Oh, I don't know sorry. why, but he does. Is he good at it? Uh, looks like it from what I've seen. He just sits over here by our mailboxes and he starts making balloon animals and then walks away. I know. This, I, I bought that kit with the, the, the long skinny balloons. Mm-hmm. And uh, they blow them up like it's nothing. They make it look easy. I had to bust a long trying to make one of them things go like I used three to, feet long. I used to get all those little kits. I got the balloon animals one. I got the one about learning how to juggle. And that's how, what little I know how to play the harmonica I learned from one of those kits too. <laughs> I was going to be a harmonica star. I, I was going to be Jay Giles and everybody, Montgomery Blues Band. I was going to get some place with them because uh, I, I can wail away, but if you say on the spot, play this, I can't do nothing. Sure, yeah. I, get, I don't know. It's not even stage fright. I know I got a lot of mirrors in my house. It looks like I got company. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I took you in another direction with the music. Did you have a, a different uh, thought in mind when you called in? Yeah, I just wanted to um, say that uh, Tucker Carlson now has uh, has a posse following. He has a lot of things, and uh, I don't know if he's going to stand down or not, but it's his moment right now. 
And um, I don't know which way he's going to take it because, you know, a lot of people say he's this, he's that, he's a conspiracy theorist. and that. Yeah, but you know something? I never thought of him as a political uh, 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 idiot or anything. I always thought that uh, he was trying to stimulate people's minds. And a lot of the stuff that he put out there was like, okay, punch me in the face. And nobody did, so there must be some truth to what he was doing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he is a conspiracy theorist, but I think he's giving he's given airtime to a lot of conspiracy theories. Um, but standing the flames, and and that's not good. I mean, as long as you can you can ask the questions, but you have to be able to do it responsibly, and that's why. Like, so you know, on my paranormal show on Saturday nights for a long time, we would talk about conspiracies, and I got away from it because you know you would come on and you would talk about um, a, a a generic conspiracy. Or something that was, you know, non-consequential. Like, is there a secret space program? Are they sending people to Mars and Mars is sending people here? And you would start talking about that. And then the next thing you know, you get a phone call said, oh, well, you know, I, I definitely think of that, think about that. But I also think that, you know, Bush took down the Twin Towers in 9-11. So it's like, you just, it's a slippery slope of how much you allow for it to happen. Before- you're exactly right. Because I know a lot of people like, like use the Twin Towers. They also use Area 51 and alien creatures and this and that and uh and I don't get any receipts on it, but it seems to be a, a cult. Because if you go in the wrong places, everything they say is going to be fortified, and they're going to hand you a phony receipt saying, "Is the proof? Is the proof? What proof?" Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's like moon rocks. Remember moon rocks a conspiracy? Yeah, but we it, never went to the moon and this and that. And but uh, even even that, like I I I roll my eyes at the we didn't go to the moon conspiracy that Stanley Kubrick faked it all in a studio. Like I roll my eyes at that. And but yet at the same time I don't see that doing a lot of damage, but yet it leads into other conspiracy how, theories how do that do damage, damage like thinking. The, well, I mean, it leads into things like well that now you've got people that believe that the Earth is flat. Okay, but it's not, and you're ridiculous for thinking so. Sometimes I wonder if my chessboard's flat. If we're talking about three dimensional chess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to hold you there because I got some other calls Bye-bye. and I'm up against yeah. a break. But thank you for the call. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I've told the story before of, uh, you know, we used to have people come on, uh, Spooky South Coast, to talk about conspiracies. We would talk about, you know, the JFK assassination or the RFK assassination or the MLK assassination. These these were, I took a course at UMass in, in these assassinations, and so did a lot of people in the area. So we would get a lot of good conversation out of those out of those discussions that we would have on Spooky South Coast. But then somebody reached out and said, well, we want to have somebody, you know, we, we've got a guest that wants to come on your show to talk about how, you know, nobody died at Newtown. Like, no, I'm not. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. One of my best friends is the, the co-founder of the Newtown Memorial Fund. He has friends and family who, who lost people in that. No, I'm not doing that. And that's what it is, is you, you, you know, you talk about maybe they're hiding aliens at Area 51 and next thing you know, people are trying to come on your show and talk about the Great Replacement Theory. Or, you know, I used to like to talk about the fact that there were supposedly secret Nazi bases in Antarctica. Like that was a fun conspiracy theory for me. Is it possible? Would, did they have these bases there that aliens were flying in and out of? But that quickly turns into the people who are talking about that are neo-Nazis themselves. And next thing you know, I've got a guy on one of my shows saying, well, I mean, we all know nobody really died in the concentration camps. Like, no, what? what? So that's why it's a slippery slope, and you got to be careful with it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. 
Hey, good morning, Tim. How are you? Hey, the whole thing with uh, Tucker Carlson, um, he, he's not really, he's not a conspiracy. He, at least he has uh, uh, his program, he has proof to back up what he says, film and everything. So he's pretty pretty much spot on on, uh, on what he puts out there. Just, you know, the mainstream media just thinks it's all conspiracy, but you got to admit, he has the proof to back it up. No, I don't have to admit that. There's been a lot of stuff that he's put out there that doesn't have any proof. Well, what do you? What well, do you like the last group. Well, like the January sixth, the um, the Shami, that guy with the horns. Yep. He had film on him that they actually let him in to the Capitol. You know, um, peacefully. The the you know the um, the Capitol police let him in. And he didn't have clips. He had a whole. A bunch of film on. Well, that. he he had so, a bunch of cherry picked clips. Yeah. Nah, uh, no, nah, come on. You let him in. I mean, they the guy wasn't assaulting uh, the police. And what he said about the Ashley Babbitt, uh, the, that that cop who shot her, it, it was totally true. I mean, I mean, you got to. I mean, you don't want to admit to anything. That's fine. But he, he had the proof to back up. What he was putting out there. Well, I mean, he tried you to know, put, he tried not, to push the not, idea he, he tried to push the idea that it, that it wasn't a, a, a violent insurrection. I watched it with my own eyes live as it was happening. So whatever cherry picked video footage he wants to run later that tells a different narrative, I know what I saw on the day that it happened, and nothing that he shows is going to change my mind about it. Okay, I, I know, but what about? Of course, it was violent. Of course, it was not. You know. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have done it. They were idiots for doing it. What about Ray Epps, who was leading people in and and encouraging uh, them? And he's, and he's, uh, and he's uh, supposedly FBI. I mean, uh, Ray Epps. I don't. I mean, I'm, I don't care I'm about not, all. I don't care about all these little things that people are upset about. About well, this person held the door for them, and this person let them in. The bottom line is, when they got in there, they acted stupid. When they got to the Capitol grounds, they acted stupid. And there's punishment that has to happen as a result of that. And no video footage is going to change my mind about it. Exactly, they did act. They did act stupid. I agree with that. And but I also disagree that the mainstream media exaggerated that. Well, let me ask you a question. If you walked into a room and 99% of the people told you one thing and one guy told you something differently, wouldn't you think that the 99% of the people were telling the truth and the other guy was just either wrong or trying to be diff trying to be um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, trying trying to be uh, contrarian? When, when, I'm kind of a critical thinker. I'm kind of a, a critical thinker. I like to do my own, my own like analysis on something. I just don't, don't. I mean, we talk about you know, look, look what's happening with the other news outlets with um, Joy uh, Reid there. She's always pushing the race, the race baiting. You, you know, like, like she's always pushing that, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg is always pushing that. So they're all doing it. It's, I mean, are they? Are, is is Whoopi I mean, Goldberg a news reporter, or or is she just a commentator no, no, on a on a talk show? She's just a commentator, but 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 uh, Joy, uh, uh, what's her um, read from uh, from um, MSNBC? She's a reporter. Y you know, I I think they're not reporters. I think they're there as analysts. I, yeah, no, she's there. not a reporter. She's a commentator. There's a difference. She's a commentator. Correct. It's just commentator, but they 
they, they push they push the fact that look the bottom line I think is that Tucker Carlson is he's going to do well. Obviously, I think OEN offered him twenty five million dollars, but like like Bill O'Reilly said, the best thing he did that happened to him was leave Fox News, and um, and. Uh, that's the, that was the best thing for Bill O'Reilly. I'm pretty sure Tucker Carlson is I mean, going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Bill O'Reilly is, is 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 happy with what he's doing, but what else is he going to say too? Oh, it really sucks that they fired me. I wish they never had. I mean, he's going to tell you it's well, the best thing that happened very anyway. Well. He's doing very well. I mean, uh, Bill O'Reilly, and t- there's not that many conservative talk, you know, out there. They don't, you know, with the cable. And, and, and the news, and I think I think Fox News is going to get hurt from this. There's a lot of following that are going to cancel their prescriptions. It's like a Bud Light moment they're going to have. I think they're going to, and I get it. Paul Ryan wants to go more to the middle of 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 you know. He's got a whole another thing. He wants more to the uh, to the uh, middle. Uh, you know, more center middle of of uh, not so much. He wants to get that kind of audience because he sees his ratings. It's all about ratings and everything. And then just like um, I think the owner of Fox Woods, named Rupert Murdoff, he said on on his uh, Sky Australian Sky News that what he owns that he said that Taku Carlson thought he was bigger than Fox News. You and, know, and, put that out there. and that's what I think it really comes down to is you see all those uh, those emails and those those uh, text messages that were sent where he was crit- criticizing management. I think that's what it is. I mean, I think that's what it all boils down to. You you criticize management, you're going to be looking for a new job. It just that's how it goes. You know, I think it goes that way in any industry, right? Doesn't matter what you're doing. Nope, I think I lost you. Okay. Well, I got to take a break anyway, but I think, I think that really is the crux of it. I know people are looking for all these explanations and, you know, they want him, they want him to be the fall guy for the Dominion, uh, settlement. They, the, um, you know, the, um, I'm blanking on her name, but the, you know, the former employee who has the lawsuit, like these are all reasons why people are looking to assign, but I think it really just boils down to that. I think it boils down to he thought that he was bigger than the network. They they couldn't let that stand. They made an example out of him to basically say, hey, listen, we run the ship here. It happens all the time in business. It happens all the time, especially in media, where somebody thinks that they're bigger than the brand and then they have to be let go. I mean, listen, we we work well here in, in this building with fun 107 and wbsm everybody's a family everybody's on the same team but that's not what happens all the time in radio you've got people who think that you know they are the radio station they are the brand they are the star and 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 when you look at the ratings and the revenue and all that stuff it backs that up so it empowers those people to feel like when somebody comes in and says we're going to do this they can say no no i'm not doing that no i'm not doing that when ultimately they own the they own the media, not you. They own the the outlet that you work for, it, not you. So if that's what they tell you, you got to do. That's what you got to do. You can have your own personal moment of saying, "I don't want to do that." If somebody walked through these doors right now and told me what I had to say in any in any case, I'd be like, "Well, I'll stick to my behind the scenes job, and somebody else can host the show now." And then I would think about it, and I'd say, "You know what? I don't even know if I want to stick around for a company that would tell people what they have to say." We don't, we don't have that here. The only thing that we're told, the only directive that we have is be the local voice for your community.
talk about the things that people can't talk about anywhere else. That's the only direction we get. But if Tucker Carlson felt like he was getting direction from the higher ups to say, you know, we want you to look at it from this way. We want you to talk about these things. We want you to do it in this. And, and that happens. And, you know, you get the edicts from above that say, this is how we're going to be discussing these things. Then if you don't agree with it, you can speak out, but also realize that you're putting your job at risk. And some people will just, you know, take a stand and leave anyway. Maybe Tucker Carlson was doing what's called quiet quitting. Maybe he was doing all this in the hopes that they would let him go because maybe he did realize that he was bigger than the brand and he could go out and strike out on his own, but he was under contract. So he, this could have just been quiet quitting. I mean, wasn't he eating pizza on the air? I mean, if eating food on the air means that you're quiet quitting, I'm screwed. They're going to think that I don't want to be here at all. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be right back. And don't forget, we can talk about this more coming up in the next hour, but tonight is a very critical city council meeting because they are going to be voting on whether or not to uh, sustain or override Mayor Mitchell's vetoes on the three proposed ballot questions. And so we can get into that in the next hour. There's a lot of uh, stuff that we're hearing behind the scenes and some stuff that's even come out publicly. And I think there's a good chance that after tonight you will find out none of those questions will be on the ballot in November. So we can talk more about that coming up. We can also talk about that discussion yesterday about how uh, Mayor Mitchell and Councillor Lima are leading the way with discussions about a recall provision being added to the city charter as well. So we can talk about that in the next hour. I do have one more break I got to take in this hour, though. We'll be right back. All right. We have about a minute left before we'll go into the newsroom. When we come back on the other side, we can talk more with you. We can talk more, Tucker, if you want to. Uh, But we can talk about what's going on with the city council tonight. They are going to be voting on uh, Mayor Mitchell's vetoes. So it'll be interesting to see where that will go. I think, uh, as, as Mayor Mitchell intimated, he's been having conversations with the councillors, and it seems like some of them are um, shifting positions. We are hearing that as well. So I think the votes will certainly be interesting tonight, and so will the discussion around them. We'll have our Adam Bass covering it tonight for you, and you can follow him at Adam Bass of Mass on Twitter. He'll be live tweeting it, but he'll have all the uh, information for you, and I'm sure uh, 